Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Down in your right teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I need time. Got a shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to episode of 203 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Holland, Hollywood Hearn, and Mr. Prime in the building. Uh, we're talking about the NFC East. We know the Eagles are the beast of the NFC East in our hearts, right? Yeah, of course, in our hearts. In our hearts yeah. I mean, but we, we do have to look around the neighborhood, see who's putting new, uh, you know, fences up, putting new shingles on, uh, you know, who's, who's moving into the neighborhood, some of the uh, – players that were signed by the giants and, and maybe down in Dallas, maybe some guy named Dak, uh, maybe in Washington, some, you know, I, I just, you know, right now we're looking around the neighborhood uh, right off the bat. Am I concerned about the NFC East? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned, uh, but I'm keeping my eyes open because again, right now everyone is sleeping on the Eagles. Uh, we've talked enough about the Eagles. Tonight is about talking about Dallas, New York, and Washington. Um, you know, overall, I, I just feel like the Eagles, they did they did do some nice things in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they do, you know, we got a linebacker in free agency and, and a safety, which is nice. Uh, but, you know, tonight is about uh, the other people in, in, the, in the conference. I mean, do you feel um, – Concerned about one right off the bat. Just give me one team right off the bat that concerns you in the NFC East. Uh, I hate to say it, man. It's it's <laughs> da- it's Dallas. Oh, da- oh, Dallas concerns oh, me. Uh, oh, okay. and, and ultimately, like you, you say, am I scared of uh, the rest of the teams in the NFC East? I think you'd be kind of naive to not be after how we performed last season. Uh, we saw all the holes, and we know that during the draft, I think uh, a lot of Eagles fans walked away from that after absorbing it all. And we feel pretty confident that we did a decent job in the draft, but we went into that knowing that we had a ton of uh, of ground to make up. And do we did we do enough to be able to compete with these teams? I think so. But to say that I'm not concerned about them, I mean, they got better just like we got better. So uh, 
I am a little bit concerned. Yeah, that, that's that's just the thing. I mean, I'm gonna try to get this out of the way before my brother tunes in. But yeah, I'm I'm just as much worried about those guys. Um, I mean, shit, they went all defense. One, I believe, offensive player throughout the whole draft, and you know they they pretty much keyed in on getting that defense of theirs back back together. Um, but you know, I mean, come on, like even before this draft, it's the division. Uh, we always play each other tough regardless of who we draft, regardless of who we have on our team, regardless what record we have, we always bring the best out of each other. So, I mean, when it comes to the season, uh, you know, it's any given Sunday. We, we, we just don't know what to expect uh, from either teams. You know, we just sit there as fans and, and root for our teams and then wish for our teams to go ahead and pull out the victory. But, you know, with it being a division rivalry, anything can happen. You know, anything could happen. You talk about Washington football team. We got a team that has been uh, been the laughing stock of the NFC East. You know, the one move that that I that I knew that you know we might be not in trouble, but that I knew that they were getting things on, on the right path. You know, bringing in Ron Rivera, uh, having having a coach that the team played for, uh, especially going through his health his health scare with uh, cancer. Um, you saw a strength from that football team that you haven't seen in a while. You, they were playing for their coach. I mean, pre- their previous coach was out on on the on the block smoking doobies uh, with the with locals. The sorority sisters. <laughs> um, that, I mean, that's what they were dealing with. It just didn't didn't feel right. But this football team, uh, they're built defensively tough and uh, mentally tough, and I feel like. You know whether Alex Smith came in there, gave them a, some juice with some leadership. You, they just, they just, there was a different vibe with Washington last year. Yeah. Um. So I mean, do you guys want to start with Washington? I mean, Evan, Evan is, uh, you know, looked in. He's the, been uh, the uh, double agent. Team. Yeah. <laughs> you've been, you've been checking out what they've been doing. Yeah, yeah, I have, and uh, I think there's one thing that we can all agree last year that Washington really stepped up. Aside from the coach, I mean, obviously, I think Ron Rivera is a total step up. Uh, than the than Jay Gruden. Um, Ron Rivera is a legit NFL coach. He's respected in the league and I respected by me as well. I think he's a great NFL coach. I was I was uh, pretty bummed to see him go to one of my team's rivals. But uh, one of the things that I think everybody was on board with last year is that they really bolstered up their defensive line. Uh, you look at just a- across the board, they have just monsters on that defensive line. It made uh you know some quick work uh, in week one, uh, getting to the quarterback. And so I'm looking at uh, their, their first overall selection, 19th pick in Jamin Davis, um, just bolstering up that front seven, man. Uh, he, he's a really good linebacker. It was a guy that I was eyeing in the back end of the first round. Uh, I was hoping maybe uh, by the grace of God, he could fall to 37 to the Eagles, even <laughs> though I know we don't regard uh, linebackers that highly. Uh, but Jamin Davis, I think, was an excellent addition. Uh, he's a re- really good player. Uh, looking at uh, just, you know, you you had a quarterback that went down, uh, broke his leg in half. Alex Smith is no longer there. Now they got Fitz Magic. Uh, so now they got Samuel Cosme uh, as an offensive tackle. Uh, dude is fast, man. I, w- I was looking at him. He is over 300 pounds. He's running like a 4'8". That's very that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty athletic. That's really athletic, man. Really athletic. He's still got some things to polish um, as far as his play strength. But as far as him being a physical specimen, that is obviously there. Uh, Benjamin St. Juice, that was a that was a guy uh, that, you know, uh, another guy that we had our eyes on as Eagles fans. 
Um, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's another solid pickup. You know, it is. A lot, a lot of people were, you know, clamoring for him mid rounds. Uh, and then we were a little, a little bothered when, you know, cause you talk about, uh, you know, Zach is Zeke that, I mean, uh, Zach, who we picked up in the fourth, he, Benjamin St. Juice was the guy I was looking at, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another guy that I know mm-hmm, we were looking at yeah. this one, this one hurt, man. Yeah. This one hurt. <laughs> yeah. Diami Brown, uh, wide receiver out of UNC. I mean, uh, I know all the fourth and John guys, the writers, Everybody had uh, Diami Brown on their board. It was just a matter of uh, where he was ultimately going to fall to. Uh, he's an explosive player, man. He's um, He put up the past two seasons, he put up two over 1,000-yard seasons. He's got uh, touchdowns falling out of his pockets. Uh, the dude's a playmaker. Um, and uh, Jonathan Bates, I mean, he, he's a – He's a good pickup, I guess. Uh, but Derek Forrest was a guy that uh, another guy that we were kind of eyeing for that safety position uh, out of Cincinnati. I mean, overall, as we, as we get uh, you know into the deeper rounds, they ended up taking a long snapper, and uh, you know they they filled out with uh, with another edge rusher in William Bradley King. Uh, Shaka Tony was a, a local guy, uh, Penn State edge rusher. I know a lot of guys uh, around here were talking about him. And uh, Dax Milde, I think, actually was a very good pick in the uh, in the seventh round. Uh, that was a guy that I had uh, in all of my mock drafts. He was always a guy that was sitting there in the seventh round. I thought he could have potentially gone undrafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, th- I still think he is um, a guy that could potentially do something for them uh, if he finds his way off their practice squad. Um, overall, I think Washington had a pretty good draft. The only thing that was kind of eye-opening to me was the lack of what they drafted in a quarterback. Uh, we're, we're rolling forward with uh, the Fitz magic season. And uh, I'm just kind of surprised that they didn't want to try and develop anybody. Um, well, well, they, they have uh, Mr. Taylor Heineke over there. Um, also yeah. former roommates with um, our, our, our Eagles long snapper, Mr. Lovato, Mr. Lovato. But I, if I got to be honest, like if, if we're, we're being serious, I, I, I respect Taylor Haneke. I don't really view him as a potential future threat uh, as a franchise quarterback in Washington. Yeah, Bora says uh, she thought it was odd that the midday show for WIP was comparing Fitzpatrick and Hertz during their show today. Thoughts on which those QBs will have a better season? You see, Fitzpatrick is a totally streaky quarterback. Uh, I think that Fitzpatrick will definitely have some good games this year, but it's not anything that's going to stick around. That's been uh, like pretty much the story of his entire career. I think ultimately Fitzpatrick will have some flashes of uh, of brilliance, as he tends to do. And then there's going to be some really, really bad games where he probably throws three or four interceptions. Uh, that's, that's just the general... Uh, gist of what has been Ryan Fitzpatrick's career and why he's been able to stretch it out for as long as he has. Um, who do I think will have a better season? Uh, I'm not being biased here. I genuinely do think that Jalen Hurts will have a better season, hands down. I'm just, I'm just going to be. I'm, I'm like again, if I speak in existence, it might happen. You know, so I'm going to say I'm going to say Hurts has a, a breakout season. We've only had a sample size of four games. We know Fitz Magic. He's a he's a veteran who uh he's got a great presence you know what i mean so i feel like uh he's gonna bring something to the table as a veteran um but i'm, I'm just saying hurts just to be homer right now <laughs> uh, fitzy fitzy was my guy you know what i mean I, I love fitzy and i definitely would have loved to pick them up as a backup for us but you know eventually that didn't happen but let's let's just keep it 100 man when when, when we play fitzy it's like he he owns us, <laughs> all right. And, and Miami, he killed us. 
Washington game. I mean, not Washington. Miami, Tampa Bay games. Those two games, he killed us, and it was just like, ugh. now we gotta see him two more times during the, during the season. So I, I wouldn't sleep on Fitzy. Those games that you mentioned that he's gonna be solid, it turns out it's just it's like, gonna be against the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the, the thing, man. He's he's a notorious Eagles killer. Uh, he has been for for a long part of his career. I, st- I still have nightmares and PTSD of him showing up in the locker room with all of Deshaun Jackson stuff on when he was in Tampa Bay, <laughs> just clowning us, man. And like, but I'm certain I, I, I had nothing. I, there's nothing I could do but give it up to him, man. Like he played well in that game, so I'm not going to sit here and hate. I've I've, mean, I've 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 personally low key been a fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick throughout his career. So, hey, but you know what else I've been a fan of? What's that? Uh, I, dude, I got breaking news, man. This is important <laughs> PSA. This is brought to you by uh, Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. The news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, Evan. Yes. And we are one of the first to get our hands on it. And, uh, you know, got to share the news. I mean, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscape with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code fansided20 at manscape.com now gail i'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and i'm blown away by the uh, the performance the craftsmanship <laughs> and the details on the 4.0 are next level man uh their advanced ceramic blade is skin safe uh technology it is so good that it almost seems as if Manscaped work, worked with uh, SNL's own Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. Uh, you know, I have had in my time of uh, being a young adult growing up in the uh, in the shaved bag era, I've, I've, nicked the, I've nicked the nuts a few times. You know what I mean? You try and clean it up for a lady and you end up nicking yourself and it creates a whole disaster of a conversation. Not with Manscaped. Uh, what makes this tri- trimmer different than all other trimmers? A multi-function on and off switch can engage a travel lock created for people who like to travel. I like to travel. I got a bunch of uh, games I'm trying to go to uh, for the Eagles at away games this year. I got to keep my nuts sheared. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn a 4,000K LED spotlight on and off of your balls whenever you need for a precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. That way you can get a little creative with your cut. Uh, and looks wise, it's sleek with a two-toned matte and gloss finish, even features a and it even features a hot foil stamped black chrome manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. <laughs> the optimized lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof, so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess in the bathroom floor. Did I mention wireless charging? The Lawnmower 4.0's new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery life last longer. If you're still trimming your face with your ball trimmer, it's time to make some changes. All right. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. (laughs) And your balls will thank you. Along with the ladies, <laughs> yeah. Just to, just to follow up, man. Get twenty percent off free shipping with the, the code fansided twenty at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use fansided twenty. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. 
now you think you think Fitzmagic could use a, a manscaped? I think he could <laughs> use the four point oh, bro. There ain't no way that that man has got a manscaped. I I think yeah, I think um you know he, he, I think he's been using his his uh his the wrong trimmer on his face. <laughs> uh, I think I, th- I think I think. I think he's he's a guy that – does he shave it off and then he just grows it during the season? I, I truly don't know. It's one of those things that just happens to always exist. I've never seen it, you know, grow or not be there. Uh, Will is giving you a shout-out for your uh, your read. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. Solid read, bro. Solid. Oh, it's, like a, it's like a fine leather right now. <laughs> Does it look like? Does it look like an NFL football? Here, I'll show you. Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, so move, moving, uh, moving right along uh, to the Giants, uh, mm-hmm. the New York Giants. Uh, Prime. I mean, have, have, are you? Uh, you know, I, I know you're a big fan of uh, the Giants. Uh, when you go up to see, yeah, y'all have a lot of family members that live in Newark area, so they're probably Giants fans, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> but I, I, I despise them. You know, I mean, I, I pretty much this is one of the the, the part of the time of the season uh, that these games against the Giants where I pretty much give like one of the most shit talkings of my career. You know, what I mean, like I just let it all out, and these fans can't handle it. the the people the state the fans at the stadiums can't handle me. My family members can't handle me. I mean, I literally had my nephew show up at my household yesterday in a giant shirt and i kept them at the door uh, you know what i mean i was like look you did you stay outside you know what that's I mean? where you belong that's where you belong just to, along with the rest of those giants fans um but yeah i mean like uh i i went to sleep honestly i'm not going to sleep on you know some of the picks that they ended up making uh they had some um you know interesting ones especially the fact that you know the first round didn't go their way you know what i mean and, and, and there were plenty of fans that showed their uh, their true side of crying like a bunch of babies that you know that they are um, <laughs> when we made that pick to pick up Devontae Smith. But <clears throat> in the long run, you know, what I mean, Kadarius Tony is one of those guys that I was big on. Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, being at the stadium and waiting for the pick to be made, uh, I'm not going to be one to sit here and tell you that I was confident that Devontae Smith was going to be at 12 for us. But look, it, it worked in our factory. You know what I mean? Like it worked in our our way. Um, but they went with Kadarius Tony. Uh, I was pretty much like, ah, damn. You know what I mean? They still made out good. Um, you know, being a Miami Hurricanes fan with their second round pick, Aziz, like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't too worried about him seeing against going against him and seeing the Hurricanes and the uh, the Bulldogs fa- uh, face each other. The kid didn't really like have that much good work. You know, I mean, there was a couple of games that I ended up catching and then knowing that the Giants ended up picking. I was actually happy about that because the dude is like no threat. You know, I mean, I see that, you know, he wasn't really going to do much coming into the NFL. And then with the offensive lineman that we have, I don't see him being a threat. And I could see that the fact that some of these Giants fans, when that pick was made, they weren't too happy about it. Uh, They feel like he doesn't have enough pass rush moves you know, under his belt. Oh, I, I think ahead, so. Sorry. I think, I, no, I think some, some, some people, I think it's, you know, if you're talking about value in the second round, um, you know, some people had that dude in the first round 
And yeah. I'm like, dad, bro, like this, this, you know, but again, like bringing on an edge rusher, you know, if, if he has some upside, I mean, I think, you know, you got a pass rusher in the second round. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I really do. But I don't know. I just, I was at, like I said, I was happy. Hey, you picked to me, you picked up a bum. You know what I mean? What a perfect, <laughs> what, what a perfect fit for, for the Giants. You know what I'm saying? Um, in the third round, they went with Aaron Robinson. I mean, uh, you know, he was one that was definitely on the radar. Um, solid. Uh, prospect alum. Yeah, yeah. Definitely has uh, some good um, agility, you know, plays defense very well. Uh, you know, so that's that was a pretty good pickup on there. And um, Ellison Smith, you know, I mean, um, th- the kid's definitely known for his athleticism uh, with his regards to the agility on the edge and everything. But, you know, uh, again, another pretty solid pick for them. Um, they actually were, you know, honestly, were focused on beefing up their uh, their defense a little bit. I mean, Joe Judge, if he felt like, you know, that was the way to go, whatever. Okay. Um, pick six, Gary Brightwell. Um, ah, it was just like, I guess like a, a, um, a roster, just to fill in the roster. I get it. Okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then the last pick for them, um, for Darius Williams, uh, I've heard his name mentioned a few times with, you know, uh, leading up to the draft and all that stuff. So, you know, they, they pretty much, um, did pretty good by picking him up. So, you know, that, that was another solid pick, but it seems like two out of the three defensive players that they went with were key, you know, were solid players. Um, so, you know, that, that might've actually helped them out. But again, when it comes to the season, it's a whole different ball game, no threat. Uh, I agree. Like, again, I stick to what I said earlier. I see Dallas probably being the most threat out of the, out of the three. So, you know, with the, with these pickups and with the roster they already got, and then Joe Judge, it being his second year, all right, bring it on. You know what I mean? Daniel Jones still needs to learn how to run with two feet, that type of stuff. So, hey, hey. don't don't say that too loud, man, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I do remember what Daniel Jones did to us one time. Nah, yeah, he, 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 he re-ran it. it. He re-ran it on the second yeah. time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right about that. Well, um, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, Rodarius Williams, I think that's a good value pick. He's, he's a guy that um we also had on a talk to prospect mm-hmm. this this offseason. Um, you know, like if I want to look at their, their draft, I mean, Kadarius Tony, you know, he's a guy that I think he fills a role with that offense. You know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. you have, uh, Darius Slay, I mean, Darius, uh, Slayton, um, as, as a, a guy that can stretch the field. If we forgot that John Ross was in the building, mm-hmm. uh, who's also he's another underwhelming, vertical, underwhelming uh, career, vertical so guy, vertical guy. And then, you, then you add Kadarius, who's like that, a rapper. Young Joker, young, young I mean, Joker. They, 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 they claim he's a chess piece to you know to Daniel Daniel Jones. Yeah, you know, I mean, we'll see. Look, like, look, I again, I was a big fan of his. I mean, he he seems like he could be a threat, but at the same time, they gotta learn how to put the pieces together. I think he's not that overall uh, developed wide out yet. You know, like mm-hmm. his he's got some crazy dance moves when he's doing his routes. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Kenny Galladay, they're big. They're big. Uh, off-season move yeah, i think up, that yeah. that was i think that was pretty nice um I, I you know like again the giant are the giants like world beaters not i think i think they're i think they're doing things right i think they're i think they've bought in mm-hmm. um i've seen i've seen some juice in the, those guys that i hadn't seen in a couple of years either you know what i mean like you could 
they look like a different football team. Yeah. Like after, it seems like by midseason they started buying it. Is it is it the new Patriot way that uh, Joe Judge is, is bringing in up there? You guys think? I mean, um, it it could be. I just think that like I, historically, the Belichick coaching tree hasn't done remarkably well. Uh, so like as good as coach as Bill Belichick is, uh, the Andy Reid coaching tree seems to find uh, more success. And uh, I ten, I I call uh, Nick Sirianni a uh, a pseudo. Uh, branch of the Andy Reid tree because he came from someone who came from the Andy Reid coaching tree. <laughs> but just... overall, um, the Giants, I think that they had a decent draft. Um, as far as bolstering up their defense, I think they did a really good job. I, I really like Aziz. I, I liked Aaron Robinson a lot. That was a guy I really, really wanted the Eagles to get. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see whether uh, that this could be the next um, Earl Thomas versus Brandon Graham debate, whether we uh, with uh, Milton Williams and Aaron Robinson. So uh, we will see in years to come. Yeah, they retained uh, Leonard Williams, the guy that, you know, you know, he used to be a jet. Yeah. They brought him on um, via trade. I think, uh, you know, so far, he, he, he's coming on um, overall. I mean, again, I'm, I am I just think, you know, I, I won one of my friends. He's, he's a huge Giant fan. He said the, uh, the low-key acquisition um, is their new offensive line coach. I mm-hmm. believe it's Rob Sales. He feels like he's going to help develop that offensive line unit uh, overall. You know, you look at Will Hernandez, Matt Hurt from uh, UConn could be the next. Uh, Nate Shoulder took a, a pay cut. And then yep. um, um, the Andrew Thomas, I believe, their uh, left tackle, the rookie. You know, will, will we see the development of their offensive line? We hope not. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, Sa- Saquon Barkley again. Like, you know, you could talk about him for days, dude. Like, he's he's an all world talent, and uh, that's the that's guy healthy. that I when healthy uh, exactly. I, I I don't wish yeah. no bad on the dude. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just don't feel. I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm not too much worried about him. He's got to prove something to me, being a, a, a opposing team, you know, fan that you stay healthy, and you know, what I mean, then I'll look at you as a threat. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I've seen I've seen plays. I've seen where he breaks it. But I, I mean, uh, it, it's no doubt about it that he <clears throat> is an extremely talented player. Saquon is one of the best running backs in the league when healthy. But that's just the thing is that he struggled with his entire career. So it's the reliability of being able to lean on Saquon Barkley. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I don't think that he has all of the gas in the tank to be able to, uh, to be able to bring that and exactly. go for an, an entire season unhurt. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, last but not least, the Dallas Ooh. Cowboys. Uh, you know, Dallas Cowboys in the draft again. You know, they did some things that uh, you know, like picking up Micah Parsons, a, a guy in the offseason we talked about heavily in uh, his off off the field issues. But uh, again, man, you you infuse Mike Parsons in that defense. Uh, you, Dallas Cowboys are a team that you know they value linebackers. Uh, whether it be, you know, they, they, they've just showed um, they brought in Smith recently. They gave him a contract. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch as well. Um, you know, it's, you know, it, they've always Sean Lee. Mm-hmm. Now they have Michael Parsons, who he's definitely a, a versatile They always peach. have good linebackers, yeah. Yeah, you could rush him off the edge. Um, you know, Kelvin Joseph, another guy who had some off-the-field vibes, you know, like, you know, he transferred from LSU. 
played at Kentucky. Uh, my boy um, from Kentucky, uh, who, who covered Kentucky for a couple of years, was like boasting about Kelvin Joseph, um, a guy whose stock was rising. And another cornerback that, again, we're talking about second round rage, third round rage. That's when a lot of those cornerbacks went off the board. Uh, Odigazua, you know, they, you know, he's a, he's a guy that they, they can bring in the mix. Um, you know, they're trying to, trying to get beef up the middle of, the, of that defensive line. Um, you know, again, they, they're, they're, you could see what their, their draft. I mean, they went heavy defense, yep. you know, Chauncey Golson edge from Iowa, uh, you know, talking about moving on to, from some of their, um, other, um, edges over, over the last couple of years, um, you know, Nashawn Wright, cornerback from Oregon State, and then Jabril Cox, uh, another guy again <laughs> that we loved. Yeah, we did a talk to prospect on him. I mean, overall, you know, you know they they get they they get Josh Ball from uh, Marshall, uh, Simi Fakoko, a big big uh, possession type wide receiver. Um, you know, and then <laughs> you know Izzy Mukawalu, another guy that did a talk to prospect. Um, you know, but overall, let's just looking at their draft. Um, I, I thought it was, I, I thought they did a good job, man. Like, I thought, you know, they really are hammering home a, a point. You know, like their offense, you know, they put up some points, you know, even when they had guys like Andy Dalton, they, that offense was pretty successful. Um, mm-hmm. And then their defense was horrendous. So the fact that they're pouring in amounts of uh, capital into that, that defense. They're doing the right thing. I mean, I, would you would you guys agree? I agree and I disagree um, because I mean I'm I'm looking at it and they definitely 100% bolstered up that defense. But you look at what what was it the um, the fifth round was it was the fourth round. So the 138th pick was the first offensive player they take off the board. Um, to me, that w- that's a little bit risky. Um, but I'm, I'm looking – I understand the fact that they totally bolstered uh, the defense. However, like we saw last year with a guy like Zeke Elliott, that he really needs a, two de- a two-dimensional offense in order to succeed. When they don't have a quarterback uh, and they are relying on Zeke Elliott, uh, they're able to shut the run game down. Um, we saw a lot of that last year. He really fell off once that got injured. And so I am looking at their, uh, their team, and I'm somewhat optimistic – uh, but at the same time, I, I fear that defense. I really do. I think they got a lot better on defense. I mean, yeah. the biggest biggest guy they brought back <laughs> is Dak Prescott. You know, yeah, giving giving that big contract. Um, I think you know they got their leader. You know, as much as we might joke about what Dak is, uh, you know, as, as Eagle fans, uh, I think they got one of their leaders and and a guy who's they're fan of in the locker room, man. Like you mm-hmm. know, it 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 could be discussed across the league about how how good Dak is you know from from you know opposing fan bases but I you know Dak is you know he, he is pretty much the heart and soul of that offense I think um you know they brought back uh Jordan Lewis uh no 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 Brown mm-hmm. um let's see uh Keanu Neal you know another safety you know you talk about bringing in pieces that can um who are familiar with Dan Quinn. Yeah, that so was I think, big. That was big. Yeah. I mean, Devonta yeah. Casey, another guy uh, that they could bring in to compete. But, you know, he's got that ball hawking skills. But overall, it's like they're they're trying to 
beef up that defense. You know, they brought in Terrell Basham, uh, Carlos, Carlos Watkins, a, a defensive tackle. Um, I just think, you know, I, I just feel like they're, they're making the right moves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the it's hard to part, say man. that. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to say that. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like they're making the right moves uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the, the Eagles got to they got to be prepared, man. Like it's it's put up or shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is our time. And like this is the opportunity that we have to seize. I mean, uh, after how poorly the mm-hmm. NFC East played last year, um, every every one of these teams in the NFC East, this is your time to step up. It needs to be the Eagles, man. We're, we're, we're the Eagles community. We need the Eagles to be that team to put themselves above the rest. Yeah, especially I mean, definitely need it for all three of these divisional rivals. Um, you know, they they pretty much took the best of us, you know, last season. And then with Jalen Hurts coming in, um, I really would love to see the kid, you know, I mean, just outshine all three of those defenses, uh, really, you know, bring the best out of him and like just let loose, man. That that that's the that's the part that I'm like really hoping for. Cause uh looking at this uh lineup on paper, I mean I it, it's crazy, man. It's it's a little scary, especially with Dallas. But now, I mean, again, it, it, it is whatever. Bring your shit. Let's go. You know, what I mean, we're we, we going to go ahead. You're going to get the best out of us. And we're going to be there, you know, just rooting for our team like we always do. Now, I mean, talk about the Eagles just just overall. I mean, we, we've been talking about the Eagles for months now, but just thinking about what we've done in the offseason. I think um, we're still the, the biggest concern for me right now is CB2. Um, where we're standing at right now um, is a possible move waiting to happen once they either trade Zach Ertz or release Zach or whatever they do, open up some cap, and then finally have enough for CB2. Uh, we have enough to sign our rookies at the moment. So, you know, I feel like that that move is lurking because uh, they didn't really address it. You know, they wait till the fourth round to do that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just overall, just having a – wide receiver one for Jalen Hurts. You know, I know he's a rookie, but I feel like he's going to bring a lot to the table, man. Devontae Smith is going to be huge. Landon Dickerson, a guy who's going to get on the field maybe earlier than people expect. Um, you know, his he's, he's got an injury-prone history. Uh, where they stand with that, that'll be very interesting. Um, I mean, are, are you feeling – were you feeling the mid-round picks? Is that where you, you fell off the wagon? Me? Yeah. Well, for the Eagles? Yeah. I, I mean, I, w- I was generally a fan of uh, more of day three than I was day two. Um, <laughs> I, 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 day two was a bit confusing. I'm not going to lie. It, it uh, kinda, my bad. Uh, real quick. Yeah. Just is it safe to say that everything that we did on day three, we should have done on day two and everything we did on day two would have been more preferred on day three? Because I felt like there was just way more talent at what we focused on on day three on that day too you know i get i get what you're saying but i I, i'm looking at it as we actually walked away from this draft with um i mean arguably two top five defensive tackles in this draft uh in marlin and in milton so i'm looking at that and while i didn't really have that as a position of concern going into the draft i'm looking at uh, like them trying to sort of follow the same sort of um, script that the Washington football team had followed and bolstering up that defensive line. Uh, if we can get pressure to the quarterback quicker, that means that our cornerbacks don't have to work for as long. So that's a, that, that's what I think we're kind of working at. Um, 
but don't get me wrong. I think we're totally uh, lacking a cornerback two on this team. I think it still needs to be addressed before uh, the season starts, or we are going to have similar problems that we did last year. Yeah. Uh, Tim says, but why not keep Ertz? kind of thinks it may go that direction since we didn't get the offers that how he wanted, you know, like again, every man, day that would, passes, I think that's a possibility. I mean, I would love to keep Ertz. Too I mean, would you? But, would you? Uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if, if I would love to keep Ertz in, a, in, a, in, in theory, but if he's not wanting to stay here, he wants to re up somewhere else, get another two year deal, three year deal. Cause he's not happy on his deal right now. Um, I get it. Um, but if he's not going to get that, and then they, they, they come to a term where uh, where they're de- just agreeing with like Eric, we're going to let you, we're going to let you walk, we're going to let you release, we'll so, release. Yes, Tim, Julie, uh, Evan, I'm going, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I would like to keep Ertz one more year. I would like okay. to keep him on the squad. I would like for him to, you know, what I mean, be the better person that my former quarterback, no pun intended, uh, didn't. Um, you know, come in here with a like you. Talk it out, man. Work work something out. At the same time, why not just go ahead and play your ass off? Because what are you going to go out there and try to get knowing that we got a new, what, CBA coming in next year? You know what I mean? Like, you got to go ahead and, and, and figure something out. So play your ass off. If you want to go ahead and show off for another team for next season, by all means, go right ahead. Give me one more season. Do what you got to do. You know, and, and then, you know, you have my utmost respect. And, and it gives me one more year to have you. I don't, I don't think he's coming back, guys. <laughs> it's, it's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. Uh, so I just figured. I, I just just feel like they're just waiting for that that June opportunity. 1st. Yeah. You know, like, Mark says it all depends on Earth. I I don't know, man. Like does, does nah. like I I feel like if he's got a a better situation to go to, like why not? You know, like if it's his brother even said he's like he's I don't see my brother being part of a rebuild. If he is, he's like, even my brother would tell you he doesn't, you know. Yeah, want to be a part of that. Doesn't wanna, we are kind of not, I wouldn't say rebuild, but retool. We totally uh, are. Zach says, I'm waiting to see the possibility of working out with Jalen at some point. I mean, we'll, I mean it, it'd be nice. I'm not going to be mad at it, uh, but it could be Dallas guard season. I uh, saw so a comment here. Uh, Mark said, um, carry on Johnson press conference was good today. Excited to see what he can do. I mm-hmm. actually didn't see it yet. Did you guys yeah. see that? No, I haven't even catched. I, no. I, yeah, I didn't catch it at work. No, I think Carrion is he's a good he's a good value right now for a p- potential uh, RB two. You know, you, you figure you have a guy in the mix who's competing in a new team, new energy, new RB energy. Uh, we're talking about a guy who can give you a little thunder. He's got some juice, like he's got some bursts. I don't know about long speed, but he's got some bursts. Uh, he hits those holes, and I've seen him run over some Cowboys. I mean, that's got to be exciting. That, that feels good. That feels good. You know, I, I think I think Carryon would be a good addition. I, I like I like having him in here for the sole purpose, well, not the sole purpose, but uh, an aspect of it being uh, competing with Gainwell for that. I'm not just going to give Carryon Johnson that RB two spot. I want to see after training camp uh, who comes out on top between him and Gamewell. And if we create two better running backs because of that competition, then I'm all for it. Um, with that being said, I think that uh, he's carry on Johnson definitely has more uh, juice left in the tank than Jordan Howard, in my opinion. Um, so I, I, th- I think it was a good pickup. I, th- I think it was, uh, I think it fits this offense. Well, absolutely. 
Yeah, you know who wrote, wrote, fits this offense well? Miles Sanders. Yeah, he do. But yeah. he's he's not an off-season acquisition. He's just that guy. I hope hopefully he lights up the uh uh lights up the league again and breaks off some runs and hopefully he's utilized to his best ability. I mean, we did mm-hmm. did mention Kenneth Gainwell. I, I did want to mention him real quick. I think he brings another element to to this this uh offensive running attack. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy who's official out there in space. Um, put up a monster year in uh, 2019, set out, sat out last year. But I think he, he's, he was a good value pick in the fifth round. Um, you know, overall, I mean, there we, the Trayvon Grimes stands are wondering why we oh, haven't mentioned They're out that. and about. They're out and about, man. <laughs> yeah, man. If you would just, Grimes Hive. Even, even, even I was on YouTube the other day, just like seeing all these. I'm like, bro, did, did I? Again, I. I, I get it, but I'm, you know, again, something you, something you nah, missed, bro. It's, it's every, every single off season. The, uh, the fan base has that guy in, uh, that they want to, you know, pop off that yeah. the, the Paul Turner's of the world. I'm not saying that. I, I think that Trevin Grimes could be a better wide receiver. He's definitely got a better build than Paul Turner, but he went undrafted for a reason guys. Like, but let's, let's be real about that. Hall of Fame ready. Put him in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm not getting his jacket ready yet now. Yeah. I mean, one thing, are you, are you, you said ready. Are you guys getting ready for some Sixers tonight? Am I ready for some Sixers tonight? <sighs> 10, 9, 8, 76ers, baby. I'm fucking ready. Clinching the first. Uh, are they uh, making it to the finals? Hey, man, yeah. the stars are lining up. I mean, look, they're going tonight. They're going to get that number one seed. I, I see finals, man. I do. I, I'm really confident about the rest of these playoffs. I'm confident the way that the chemistry and the way that these boys are bringing it together. But I mean, on top of that, we got even more greater news today about the fact that, you know, they're talking about full capacity when the season starts. Thanks. Philadelphia Eagles, you know what I mean? So I'm yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the way the West, the way the West is set up right now, I think that if we make it to the finals, we could we could win it, man. Uh with, with the Jazz and the Suns being the top of the West right now. Uh, I am. Out yeah, he's out tonight. Yeah. Okay, it's anyway. on Ben. It's all on Ben. I I got concerns about the Nets though, man. The ne- the Nets get really? me worried. Really? Yeah, they do. Mm. Mm. What about the Bucks? Fuck Giannis. Weak <laughs> 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 <Yeah. Greek> asshole. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> tell, 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 tell him how, tell him how <laughs> you feel. Tell him how you really feel. I surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting ready for the uh, Sixers. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just, ex- I think I, I was telling uh, someone who was like, "Yo, how you mentally doing? Well, I'm, you do good." And I'm like, "I mean, the Sixers are holding me up. They're holding me down mentally. Mm-hmm. Like when when the Sixers are on right now, I'm like, ah, oh, please give me something to watch. I need, I need something to yeah. hold me down. Phillies, if they blow another lead, bro. Like I was up to like twelve o'clock." One, one that Braves that Braves game, yeah, man. Yeah, my, and my yeah, dad's I'm like, tough. my brother's like, yo, I gotta go to bed, man. I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of this stuff. I'm uh, it's like my my dad looks my my brother's like, you gotta believe, son. You gotta you <laughs> stick it out, son. And uh, he's like, all right, he sits down, and then it, the the Phillies are up three, and we're like high fiving. We're like, yeah, this is what you. My dad's like, this is why I believe, son. And then they they end up blowing that three that run lead. I'm like, dude, go to bed. I got yeah. it. Yeah. I, I got it, and we, got we it. ain't even gonna bring up that fourth team uh, in Philadelphia. They they, yeah. they don't deserve to be talked about right now. After the way, yeah, the, no way, the way they started that season, the way they ended it was embarrassing. So much hope, man. So much yeah. hope. Flyers, 
Yo, Flyers talk on the timeline. I don't even. I don't even. I don't. I don't think I've seen any of it. Now we yeah, know they, why they, Gail doesn't gone do quiet hockey for the past past month or so. And to be honest with you, I think there hasn't been enough Sixers talk on the timeline for as good as they're playing. I, I mean, I see it. It's not like that people aren't talking Sixers. I'm just saying, uh, let's get the juice they're, pumping, man. I think we're, I think we're finals talk, they're, talking, they're talking Tim Tebow. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, that's that, that's another thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, let's uh, not get on now. I like man, Tim, on, Tim Tebow should be doing manscaped reads right now instead of fucking playing <laughs> yeah, in the league. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, it's at the end of the day for you all. Do you Tebow stands out there, or what? What like you feel like you need to? I was like, I can't. Like I'm, I can't believe what I'm talking about it right now. But I just, I felt like I needed to talk about it because everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's, it's great publicity. It's great for the Jaguars. Like you could say what it, it's PR he has really. It's a PR move. Like yeah. it's you could see it miles away. Like what else are they going to talk about during, you know. All season training camp. Tune in to see if Tim Tebow makes the roster. You mean to He's tell like a... me there's not enough crazy shit that goes on in Florida that they could talk about? They had to hire Tim Tebow. <laughs> like Florida, Florida man. <laughs> you know, Florida man started is. is I, I know, do get it though. It's a, it's a small market team, and you're you're bringing some buzz to them. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those feel good stories during training camp. But ultimately, let's be real. I mean, this it's dude hasn't been lot. in the league in in nine years. He's, you think they, he's you never think, played tight end. He's not gonna, think, not gonna make. Yeah. Teams. Do you think they might have done it just to take a little bit of uh, the pressure off of Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, th- I think I think Trevor's gonna be. Uh, I think Trevor's gonna be good, man. I, I actually hey. like uh, Trevor and Travis. Uh, the, the fact that they're uh, they're gonna hey, be playing the, together. But the prayer club's gonna be legit. Oh, the prayer, be yeah. Bible study is gonna be mm-hmm. off the chain. <laughs> Bible study is gonna be legit, bro. Uh, you know what's. Trevor Lawrence three three sixteen. Hey, what's his number? His number sixteen, right? If he decides hey, sixteen or eighteen, nah, sixteen. Yeah, I think it's sixteen. Yeah, yeah, sixteen. Yeah. That was pretty and, smart. And, and who who knows? Pretty maybe crafty, maybe, maybe yeah. Tim Tebow will go with number three. There you go. <laughs> uh, he's not making the roster, right? So everybody on the timeline feeling like you need to argue. He's not making the roster. It's a great PR move. Good job, Jaguars. You got everyone fired up for no reason. Uh, Evan, any last words before we get out of here? I just want to say go Sixers, baby. Clinching it tonight. Let's go. Okay. Real talk. (laughs) Pretty much the same thing. Let's go Sixers. You know what I mean? Give us some hope, baby. Ready to ride. Playoffs. Playoffs. We talking playoffs? playoffs? Yes, we are talking playoffs. I feel like it's it's here, and uh, I'm about to get some food. And uh, I'm going to be repping these birds. NFC East, uh, final grade um, for the for the birds. Off season moves for the entire off season. Off season moves. Yep. I will go B plus while we still sit here without a cornerback. I like everything else that they did. I just were lacking that cornerback. That's what's preventing them from getting that A. B plus. Okay. Prime. I'm actually going to go with a B. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit less enthusiastic about the, the whole offseason transitions. I'll piggyback off the B plus. I think if you get, no, nah, I, yeah, I was going to say B, but if you get the CB2, B plus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, But for, for me and the guys, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles. Go Sixers!